Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good morning, good afternoon, good whatever the hell time it is wherever you are, ladies and gentlemen. This is Rick Lupert. I'm the MC of Poetry Superhighway Live, which you are now listening to. It's our monthly program where we open the lines and ask you to call in and share your poetry in an open, micical setting. We have no content or style restrictions. We'd love to hear your poem. The number to call in is 646 716-7362, though I suspect you know that because if you're listening to the show, it's undoubtedly on the internet, and the phone number is right there in front of your face on the page that you're listening to this in. On, that is. Good to have you here. It's uh, it's our August 2013 edition of the show. A bunch of things going on with Poetry Superhighway, which I wanted to share share with you about. I'm not sure that's the right order of those words. But you get the idea. So I will now do that. So number one, we just released under uh, Ain't Got No Press the anthology Ekphrastia Gone Wild. Apparently I'm not able to say simple English words today, so just be prepared for whatever that means. Ekphrastia Gone Wild is a project I initiated in November of last year with a call for submissions of or four, poetry inspired by art. Many, many, many poems came in. And after a gruelingly long editorial process and production process, the book is now out. It's available. You can check it out on the Ain't Got No Press website. Uh, the shortcut there is poetrysuperhighway.com slash EGW, A.K. Ekphrastia Gone Wild. Or if you just happen to be on the Poetry Superhighway website and click on the Ain't Got No Press button on the right-hand side, you can get right to it. There's uh, something like 87 poets in it from all over the world. A really stellar collection of poetry written by people who were responding to various works of art. A lot of people wrote in response to paintings, uh, but that's not all. It's, uh, It's other forms of art, photography, Sculpture. Uh, uh, a few people wrote, kind of responding to the entire body of work of a particular artist. One person wrote about an entire evening's uh, experiences with different uh, artistic things that happened. It's it's really cool, and I'm particularly proud that in the book Ekphrastia Gone Wild, you will find a poem by a poet who I love, a Nobel Prize winning poet, Wisława. Sisimborska, who passed away a couple of, well, a while back. But her publisher was kind enough to let me use one of her poems, one of her ekphrastic poems in the book. Very excited about it. Uh, Again, check it out at poetrysuperhighway.com slash EGW. It's also on Amazon. It's a wonderful collection. Um, I'm... It's kind of a funny thing. Uh, the book was officially released to the world um, and available online a couple of weeks ago. But I don't have my copies yet. Um, a lot of the people who are in it have their copies, but uh, my order, which was replaced before 
anyone else's uh, because it was a larger order because I, I need them to take around to readings and to be able to send the contributors all their copies. Um, it hasn't arrived yet. It's supposed to come tomorrow. And I know that many people who are in the book who order just one copy of the book or, or who got sent their contributors' copies already have them. So I hope you're enjoying it, and uh, I hope... I hope it looks great because I haven't seen it yet. So that's a Frasty Gone Wild. I hope you check it out. I'm very, very proud of it. Uh, it's an anthology under under Ink Got No Press. Um, also, uh, big news in Poetry Superhighwayland. We're in the middle of our summer poetry contest. It's our 16th annual contest. And uh, so far we have over 100 poems entered. Uh, if you want to enter the contest, all the guidelines are right on our website at poetrysuperhighway.com. Click on uh, the Enter the Contest link, and you can you can check it out. There's a form you fill out online, and then you email in your poems, and you uh, you make the payment. It's a $1 per poem entry fee. You can pay via PayPal, or you can send a check-in, whatever you want. As soon as we receive your payment, we send your poems off to the judges. With your name removed, the, uh, the judges, uh, Maggie Westland, uh, Lisette Alonzo, and William Dureski, um, are doing yeoman's work. Uh, scoring all of the poems, they they see the poems in in batches every day, not knowing if the batch they get is uh, a batch of poems by one person or if it's a batch of poems uh, that includes uh, poems that is from many people. They score them from zero to five, and I get the scores back at the end of the contest, which will be in October. Uh, the top three scoring poets win, and what do they win? It's a good question. Thank you for asking. Well, uh, we take all of the entry fees that were uh, received, again, a dollar per poem entry uh, fee, and we divide that up. So 50% of that money goes directly to the first place winner, 30% of that money goes to the second place winner, and 20% of that money goes to the third place winner. So this is a, a not-for-profit contest. Uh, Poetry Superhighway is not pocketing any money here. In fact, we kind of lose a little bit of money when you when you pay by PayPal because of the fees that are taken, but that's okay. We can deal with it. Um, on top of which, and this is probably the coolest thing about the contest for everyone, is that we have a ton of sponsors and uh, sponsors who've donated uh, all kinds of poetry books and services of interest to poets and writers and, and all kinds of cool things. There's something like 80, 100 prizes. I forget. There's a lot of prizes. If you enter the contest, uh, we hope. We've been able to do this every single year that we've had the contest. Uh, but every single person who's entered in the past has received a prize just for entering. So even if you don't win the contest in one of the top three scoring positions, um, you will get a prize just for entering, probably. Um, I, I guess if a million people enter and we still only have 100 prizes, that, that it would be more difficult for us to do that. But uh, so far, every year we've been able to do it, and we hope to be able to do that again. So it's a very cool contest. Uh, I hope that you enter. Thanks so much to our sponsors who've donated um, all of these prizes. You can check out um, who they are and what they've donated at PoetrySuperHighway.com and click on the contest page, and the entire list of all the prizes they've donated is there, um, etc. All right, ladies and gentlemen, the calls are coming in, and uh, we're going to get to them right now. Um, I'll identify you by the area code from which they're calling, you're calling, that is. So when you hear uh, your area code, and I say, hey, area code, except instead of the words area code, I'll actually say the area code, uh, you'll say, hey, or whatever it is that you're going to say, and then we'll start talking, and I'll, and I'll want to know who you are. So maybe you could tell me who your name and where you're calling from. Um, quick heads up, I've got uh, five callers on the line right now, three of you. 
are from the 323 area code. So it's going to get confusing. I'm already confused just thinking about it, but I, I think we're going to be able to get through this. Um, our first caller, by the way, again, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. Our first caller, been on hold for about 20 minutes, is from the Hello? 323 area code. Hi. Hi, how are Hello? you? I'm good. Hi. Who's this? This is Charlie Who's... Zero. Hi, Charlie. You're calling from uh, L.A., Hi. I'm guessing? Yes, it's been a long time since I've called your show. <laughs> well, welcome back. Yes, yes, yes. Yes, I'm calling from uh, Hollywood. Hollywood, oh, that's cool. Are there any yeah. celebrities uh, standing near you? No, no. This is uh, this is what they, uh, um, the occultists like to refer to them as Hollywood Babylon. So you know how that goes. Nah, everybody's Not- just stuck up here. <laughs> I understand. All right, well Charlie, let's let's yeah. hear your poem. Okay. I wrote this uh this year. And um this is uh this is titled Poetry Overdosed on Nonsense and Everybody Committed Suicide. Sometimes my imaginary friend so I'm sorry. Sometimes my imaginary face talks to me with sheer incoherent plastic. Anti-FLARF is one of those cases where microgravity turns atheism into a wooden silicone taxidermist. Desperation 15 spins the ashes among a homopenite desert hypertelepathy choir. Hydrogen angels tripping on acid speak. They can hear the alphabetical letters screaming, crying, laughing, Hissing, lying, frying, dying. Anxiety fogged my futuristic numbers who shout 11A555N23ABZZZZZ. Did I mention that I swallow insane asylums? Dead Christ made himself pregnant with a psychiatric placebo. Schizophrenic intellectuals like us were given birth by the supermoons who learn how to burn a whispering piano. Lunacy is my genius. It speaks to me in nonsense. Maybe I am the dead pope from the year X1 16th century. Did you recall horses being whipped by pharmaceutical institutions? Why should... Why... We should crucify Hitler on a cross. Suicide is the best. I'm trying to wake up the paranoid eggs so those androgynous clowns can rape the inside of mankind's yoke. And humans also have dreams about animal cruelty? I can't make out these ancient symbol noises that keep buzzing through my fabricated evidence, but the only words she's able to spell out are M-A-R-I-J-U-A-N-A. How do you pronounce it in a dream? Marijuana. And. That was a lot of fun, Charlie. Very cool. I uh, I'm not sure it's healthy to swallow entire insane ins- asylums. Yeah, I was in one, so that's why I wrote it. <laughs> is is that how you got out? No, actually, I was um, I was actually uh, helping patients, and I was dealing with a lot of like uh, stress, and I was under a lot of stress, and 
at the end, I wanted to uh, volunteer, and I told some of the people there if I could see what it was like to be in there for, like, one day, how it felt. And uh, I experienced that within a day, and it, it wasn't fun at all. Not even a day. It's not fun. So, yeah, I was very... I was in a lot of stress, heavily, a lot of stress. I was, I can, like, I, getting... Yeah. I can imagine. Um Charlie, I re- uh, it was great hearing that poem. Do you have a website or anything anyone can check out if they want to hear more from you? Yes, uh, I have a WordPress and uh, Twitter. Um, my WordPress is uh, no capitals. It's uh, Charlie Zero, like Z-E-R-O, one, like the number one, not the spelling, but just one. Mm-hmm. Charlie Zero One dot WordPress dot com. And uh, my Twitter is uh, Charlie underscore zero one at Twitter. Cool. Is um, is Charlie spelled C H R L I E or E Y? Yes. C H no C H R no I'm sorry C H A R L I E. Got it. Like, well, cool, Char- yeah, Charlie. Okay. Th- thanks so much for calling in. I just typed those uh, those uh, links into the chat room uh, in case anyone wants to just click on them. Uh, it was great hearing your poem. I hope that you call in again. Thank you very much. All right, take it easy. That was uh, Charlie Zero calling from uh, Hollywood Babylon, uh, where no celebrities are in his midst at the moment. But the uh, the day is young here in L.A., so we'll see. Moving on to a caller from the uh, 614 area code. Hi. Hello, Rick. Hi, how are you? Nicole Nicholson, I'm Columbus, doing good. Ohio. Yes, this is Nicole. Good to hear your voice again. Hello? Yes, can you hear me? Hold on. I think I think there's something wrong with my headphones. I can barely hear you. Give me one second. Ladies and gentlemen, the best radio ever happening as we speak. All right. Okay, so you're you can hear now. Everything's good. Okay, I think I think I'm just I I'm good. I'm good. I don't know what. Okay. All right, Nicole. Make sure you're listening on the phone and not on your computer. That's that might be distracting you. Okay. Yeah, that's the thing. Okay, okay. I'm I'm good. I'm good. Okay, so let's hear your poem. Okay. Um. I'll just give a brief introduction. Uh, I'm putting out a chat book called Novena Remixed. It actually comes out August the 14th, which is this Wednesday. It also happens to be my birthday, but it is available for pre-order off of my blog. And yesterday, I was I performed some pieces from it at the um, no, I was at Rock the Ville, which is in Westerville, Ohio, and that was a very awesome performance. I only got to perform four poems, so I didn't get to include this one, but I will offer to your listening audience. It's called How to Paint the Mona Lisa, and here goes. It takes 12 years to paint her smile. Feel your own lips, read the braille in their contours, pull ribbons of secrets from under your tongue, whisper them onto the canvas. Feel your own lips for the braille in their contours. No one is looking. Sneak and whisper them onto the canvas. Disguise those ghosts of your kisses as paint. 
No one is looking, you sneak. Crown your lover with black tumbles of hair. Bequeath him with the ghosts of kisses in paint. Go upstairs and write love letters to the mirror. Crown your lover with black tumbles of hair. You did not invent this world. Go upstairs and write hate mail to the mirror. Paint your love like Morse code instead. You did not invent this world. You only dissect it and catalog its entrails. Paint your love like Morse code and said, You do not wish to fire walk tonight. You only dissect and catalog the world's entrails and give gifts of sketches and strange machines. You do not wish to fire walk tonight. Let them stare at your sketches instead. They have your sketches and strange machines. You intend to recreate the world, so let them stare at all those sketches instead. Your first steps will not be that simple. You intend to recreate the world. It will take 500 years. Even your first step will not be that simple. It takes 12 years to paint his smile. Very cool, Nicole. Uh, very cool to hear a, a Mona Lisa poem as well. Um, there are at least three poems written after the Mona Lisa in the uh, Ekphrastia Gone Wild book that I um, just put out. And if you've seen the cover, you'll know that she's kind of pervasive uh, uh, there as well. But I very much enjoyed that. Thank you so much. Well, you're welcome. Um, I'll talk a little bit about what's going on in my life in terms of, and in terms of poetry. As I mentioned... Uh, Novena Remixed is coming out August the 14th. What you got, what everyone that's listening just heard is one poem from that. It's made of nine poems, and it's a reversion of a book that I actually sent in for the Naturally Autistic uh, 2010 um, a Poetry and Literature Contest. This won the International Literary Award, but I kind of redid it and took out some poems, added some new ones. How to Paint the Mona Lisa was not in the original version. And I kind of based it on a story that I had read, two of them. One theory that Leonardo da Vinci may have been on the autism spectrum. And theory number two, they're endlessly speculating about who the, who the Mona Lisa really was, who his model really was. One person suggested that it was a apprentice and lover of Leonardo da Vinci. And so that's kind of the angle I took with that poem. Hmm. Cool. Well, it's always interesting to hear about Da Vinci. I, I had the the good opportunity um, to be in France in December, and uh, my wife and I went to uh, a small town called Amboise in the Loire Valley, which uh, is where his uh, last house was. It's a it's a castle called Close de Luce, and um, and uh, if you don't know much about Da Vinci besides that he painted, it's a great place to go to kind of fall in love with the guy because he um he did so many amazing things with the things he conceived and invented and there's kind of life-size you know productions of of the in inventions he conceived there and it's it's just cool so I'm really glad to hear your piece and and the story behind it as well. Well, thank and, you. Uh, and as well, happy birthday on Wednesday and good luck with the chapbook. Do you can you quickly give us a website or something people can check you out on? Certainly. Um, my main website is ravenswingpoetry.com, and right on the front page, there is a link where you can check out the book, uh, read a couple sample poems. I actually also made a, my, I should say my fiancé and I, because um, he basically 
when I do poetry videos, he does all my camera work. Um, we shot a video for one of the poems in the book called Backwards. Uh, people can watch the video, um, and they can also hear a sample of a poem that I read called Icarus. I think I, think I read that on the last Poetry Superhighway broadcast. So they can check out all things related to the book that I posted there, and uh, and it's, it's even available for pre-order now, but it officially comes out and ships on the 14th. Excellent. Well, Nicole, thank you so much. Good luck with it. I hope your birthday is awesome, and I hope that uh, the book is a great success as well. Thanks for calling in. Well, you're welcome, and thank you. All right. That was uh, Nicole Nicholson, uh, a repeat offender here on Poetry Superhighway Live, calling from uh, calling from Columbus, Ohio. All right. Moving along, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. Our next caller is... Uh, from the 323 area code, next digit 8. Hi. Hey, Rick. Hi. All right. Uh, my name's Maria. I, I, are you talking Maria, to me? I am talking to you, Maria. Uh, okay. Hi. I've called before, and we're also Facebook friends. I know so, exactly um, who you are. Oh, well, thanks. <laughs> so when are you playing again? I'm dying to come and see you. Playing? You mean when am I like Performing. reading? Poetry. Well, uh, yes. Uh-huh. You know, I, I know you have the cobalt, but it's kind of far. So I'm always. I was going to come see you at Beyond Baroque, and I couldn't make it that day. Uh, one time when you performed there, so I'm wondering when you're going to perform next. Some poetry. Well, I'm. I'm so glad you asked. Um, as if this was, you know, somehow uh, orchestrated. But uh, tomorrow, as a matter of fact, okay. um, in Los in Los Angeles um, uh-huh. at a venue called um, the Bootleg Theater, which is right on Beverly Boulevard, 2220 Beverly Boulevard. I'm performing at an event called Right Club Los Angeles. It's the 16th event in a series, and there are a total of six writers reading. And basically, it's kind of a a battle of words, as it were. Not exactly a slam, uh, but we've all been given a theme, and we've been paired up, and each pair is reading... You know, a different you know angle on this on on a sub theme. Like, for example, black versus white, process versus protest, offense versus defense. So, so I'm going to be right. battling another poet um, uh, with something that I'm writing, especially for tomorrow night. Should be a lot of fun. Uh, oh, and great! That's tomorrow night at seven o'clock at uh, at uh, the Bootleg Theater in. Uh, okay, and then do you LA. post on your page when you perform? I do. Okay. Okay, good. I just want to make sure I can always catch you. Um, um, I guess I should tell you what my my poem is for Trayvon Martin, and uh, it's called Cracker Ass Cracker, and it goes like this. Uh, Poor Trayvon Martin with his black hoodie, the ultimate in coolness, a child waiting to become a man. Cracker Ass Cracker cannot understand the coolness of this child. He went wild with his uncontrollable anger inside. Poor Trayvon Poor Trayvon's parents, what kind of world do we live in where they lose their child because of the color of his skin? Privileged George Zimmerman, his daddy a big man, nobody gave a damn to arrest his son. How can you defend this man with the blood on his hands of a child, just another cracker-ass cracker gone wild? And that's it. Wow, it's our first uh, Trayvon Martin poem on Poetry Superhighway Live. Um, Cool. That was a big deal. Thanks. He deserves Um, it, right? Is that kind of what your thing tomorrow is about a little bit? Not just that, but your play on words and things like that. 
No, um, it, the 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 topic tomorrow is um, speak softly and carry a big stick, and you will go oh. far. That's like the big topic, and then um, each pair was given, you know, a sort of a subtopic. So, you know, mine is process versus protest, and I'm writing something about process. And the other poet, Iman Glennon, is uh, their name is is writing something about protest. There's another pair, Jessica Lee Williamson and Terry Talkintons, doing black versus white, and then offense versus defense is being handled by Diana Wyan versus um, Ariel Shepard Oppenheim. It sounds pretty heavy, all those words, but if you look at any of the videos of past um, Right Club events, it's it's really a lot of fun. There's just there's a lot of humor. It's performance poetry. It's not like a real heavy, serious evening. It's it's going to be a lot of fun. I know my thing is going to be, you know, well, it's I'm attempting to make it humorous anyway. Right. Well, you're we'll you're happens. fantastic, so now anything you do is going to be really great. Well, thanks so and much, I'm Marie. I'm going to try to Go make ahead. it. Cool. Well, thanks so much for calling in, Maria. Okay. Great thank you, Rick. Call. Talk with okay, you again. Thanks. That was Maria Hall calling from here in uh, Southern California. All right, we are rounding out our series of 323 area code callers with our next caller. Hi. 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 Uh, is this me? This is am you. I online? You oh, are. Awesome. <laughs> um, you know, I, I wanted to get, if you don't mind, the address of where you're going to be tomorrow because I'm not on Facebook. So I just got the. Um, the Bootley Theater, but then I wanted to get the address, if I may. Sure, but you have to tell me who you are. Oh, I'm sorry. My name is Mariam, and I do have a poem as well. And I've called okay, the cool. show before, but it's been a while. Right, yeah, I recognize your voice. All right, Mariam, um, uh, it's called the Bootleg Theater, and the address is 2220 Beverly Boulevard in L.A., uh, 90057. Awesome. And is there an admission fee or where um, may I like find more information about it other than Facebook? Um I th- I think the Bootleg Theater has a website. Um I'm looking at the event page. It does say that it's $8 um to get in. Um there the money by the way, I know that um I don't think we're the poets or the writers are getting any money. We all picked a charity, and all of the proceeds are going to whoever wins the night um, uh, to their charity. Um, so the eight bucks that you spend is going to go to some charity, whoever wins. And by the way, the winner is picked by the audience. Oh, and what from what time to what time? It starts at seven o'clock. Perfect. Okay. And I don't I don't know what time it ends. Well, if I can make it, I'll do my best. It'd be cool to meet you. Thank you. All right, so what's, let's hear your poem. Okay, so the name, the name of my title of my poem, rather, is Prodigy and Masters. Awake in this dream we call life. Awake. Awake to the accessibility of life, of light and inspiration, the prodigy boy Malik. Emitting his knowingness through cello chords, through the pouring out of his heart, at the tip of every fingertip, every concentrated pick and stroke, stepping into the truth he utters, that when he becomes the music, there are no mistaken chords, no mistaken notes. Perception changes, and there, 
only isness, but is allowed to transmit to ears and hearts. The gift and exchange of vibration, meaning we are instruments, not duration, emitting our beating hearts, emitting our thought waves and snowflake patterns, filling the picture ocean, filling and exchanging, filling and merging, and emptying from false ideas, emptying from the holding on and hanging on to the overcoat of society, to the protection that is no longer ours, to the hologram's echo that is here to be seen, seen and acknowledged. Let us release these slaves, and we too be free now, free as the knowing of the meeting of the master strings being played by masters and prodigies who created these bodies out of visions and dreams as the master craftsmen do cellos dreams. Wow, Marianne, very nice. Uh, you have a really, um, uh, you have a nice reading style. It really draws you in. Thank you. If um, do you have a website or anything people can check out, or anything going on in your poetry world that you want to uh, share with us? Yeah, I'm on YouTube. I'm actually having a bit of um, challenge with some of my videos that I uploaded. Like they're not coming up in my channel. My my channel is M M Poems. Um. But there are two videos that somehow are not showing up on there that are public. It's, um, but if you put Mariam at the envelope, those videos come up. And then um, on the 16th, I'm going to add the rap line in Santa Monica. And um, what else? Oh, and I have a CD. I don't have a website, but um, I have a Facebook that um, I'm not invited is out. You can email me and, and make a request if you want to be added to my mailing list, and I'll be happy to do that. And that email address is mariamchijun at gmail.com. It's M A R Y A M C H I J O O N at gmail.com. M A R Y A M Cool. Well, I hope people check it out. I just did a quick search for um, Mariam at Beyond Baroque, and a bunch of videos came out. So it's M-A-R-Y-A-M. And Beyond Baroque, of course, is um, our, uh, you know, it's the literary literary venue centerpiece of L.A. So, so cool that you got to perform there and those videos. I'm going to check them out. That's for sure. Are the videos come, like? Do you see somebody with curly hair up there? I just want to make sure that it's the right. April fourteenth, two thousand thirteen. Mariam at Beyond Baroque, part one, part two. There's three of them. Um, anyway. Oh. I, yeah. Okay. Thank um, you so much. No problem. All right, Mariam. Thanks so much for calling in, and good luck with everything. And I'm going to check out those videos. Call in again, okay? Okay. Thank you. All right. Bye. That was uh, Mariam calling from uh, right here in L.A. I believe we're going to leave L.A. for our next caller um, for a breath of fresh air. Uh, well, not that to imply that the air that came out of the other L.A. people was not fresh. Um, it's just the, the air in L.A. itself, you know, is not fresh. That's what I meant by that. I enjoyed everyone who's called from here in Southern California so far, as well as Columbus, Ohio, etc. The number to call in is 646-716-7362. Our next caller is from the 646 area code. 
No, no, that's <laughs> that's the phone number. Our, our the next caller is from the six one three area code. Hi. Hello. Hi, who's this? Hi, um, it's Raina Fire. I called last month as well. I'm just All calling right. to check in with everyone. <laughs> cool, Raina. Where are you, where are you calling from again? Ottawa, Canada. Ottawa. Yeah. Awesome. I love get I love getting caught. We talked about the the invasion, right? We did. I actually crossed the border at the beginning of this month, and I performed in Manhattan. Oh wow! Um, at the Funkadelic Studios for the Inspired Words series, and I have been participating in our Capital Slam Summer Slam competitions right here in the capital. So that's so cool. Um, well, I, I hope, uh, you know, I didn't hear anything about a coup or a takeover, so I guess you just sort of peacefully came over the border to do your uh, performances. I did, but I will be back to raise trouble Canadian style with please and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> and and poutine on top of it all. Um, <laughs> yes. Cool. All well, right. I do have a poem. Cool. All right. So uh, my poem is called Shotgun. Um, I'm convinced compassion is the lemon of emotions. Bitterly, we weave it into conversations we'd rather not be having. While sobriety grips us in our nine-to-five existence, but we still told them we'd be artists. Sincerity oozing from shaking heads as we explained, a dead man's bed is always more comfortable. This is merely a concept. Nothing is tangible until we name it. We scream importance like contraception and the virgin tongue, but the enemy is in the unknown. The metronome clears the accent barrier. We are here. We are here, but only loosely. Based in this lifetime, we breathe remnants of who we were into the back of our throats like nostalgia could solve our hunger crisis. We averted disaster as teenagers. Luck of the fall, we knew words, but they took us nowhere fast. So we bought bus tickets with the pennies we stole from our stagnant pond. I think we figured out the secret to why the river is rusty. When the sun sets, each copper conundrum we push down a current connects to the tales of sick fish turning up dead, turning up tinned like our inhibition. We often forget to cross our legs, but we don't dare forget to beg for it. We are conditioned to want more than we need, to need more than we need, more than we have, than they have. Like we don't give it up so easy in the dark, lighting sparklers under our skin like Hollywood, credits bedsheets with sweat money, like we wouldn't be the next Black Dahlia freely, tearing out our own organs with the promises of more if our pictures are plastered to the corner and every red milk carton. We don't need a real name. We will be famous. Just the same. Maybe this isn't New York City, but we still look pretty slick rolling off the back of a subway car, thanking God we're not stuck that we promise to never tire, but in reality there is always at least half an hour where even the cokeheads dream and the rats are silent. But the money, no, the money doesn't stop building skyscrapers around the corpses of unfed homeless, 
sweeping them under the rug justifiably because, let's face it, sadness is bad for tourism. Should we even consider these things, between our cups of coffee, we catch ourselves casually conversing about starvation, mention donating bagels like it makes it less prevalent, we smile, laugh it away, go about our day feeling unburdened. We concentrate on climbing ladders and disregard community if only to make it easier to bury the guilt that we know sometimes. Being on top means cracking a few spines to line the stairway to heaven. Thank you. Mm. So good. You should take over America. You should take over America. <laughs> Thank you. I'm, I'm ready for it. Now I feel guilty that there's a bagel shop down the street from me, you know, and it's the only thing in my neighborhood. <laughs> there's nothing wrong with bagels. Bagels are delicious. But... Okay, good. Well, at least we at least we can share that, Rainer. Yes. <laughs> Love your work. I I hope you call in again um soon and that was a great piece and I hope that your uh, your your tours uh your troublemaking Canadian tours uh, continue with force. Thank you very much. All right, cool. Rain of Fire. Thank you. Uh, tell us your uh, website before I let you go. Uh, my website is com, and my Facebook, you actually have me on Facebook already, but my Facebook is Rain of Fire Poetry on Facebook. It's a community page. Yes, I, I have you on Facebook. <laughs> I was just there. I was looking at you have these two really bold profile pictures which I was looking at while you were reading flipping back and forth it was I was sort of creating this whole 3D experience it was awesome oh <laughs> fantastic <laughs> alright cool well, thanks for calling in and talking to you again thank you for having me alright bye it was uh, Raina Fire calling from Ottawa, Canada uh, she's uh, she's coming to America to take over your town people um, all right, the number to call in again is 646-716-7362. Uh, unless you're, of course, you're like our next caller who is just Skyping in. Uh, Mr. Don, how are you? This is Prometheus Unbound. <laughs> well, I'm, I, must have read the, <laughs> I must have read the... Uh, the uh, the the uh, um, uh, I forget what this is called the the ex- thing that shows me who's calling wrong. There's a better word for that. Anyway, how are you? Slow and stupid, but that's beyond the point. I want to give a response to the first caller. It goes, "It's not fun to run in schizophrenic shoes. You never know which is right." The one chosen or the one left, signed, confused. It's brave of you to sign your name to that. It's brave of me to say that I'm schizophrenic too, but that's okay. This poem I've chosen is entitled Ripples. It's by Shuking Wong and... uh, I am responsible for part of the translation. I suggested the prepositions and sort of red-penciled the cliches, and she 
rewrote and uh, made the choices for the prepositions. Ripples. Sleep in the poem. Ripples come in heartbeats. This song sees that the wind goes still in order to taste that which is missing. The woman feels thanksgiving in the heart, fragrant with the soil, silent and melancholy, beautiful, substituting an indirect word for one considered offensive. This melody whispers a soft sentence, long or short, like body warmth which lingers like a sound among cruising lights on the water underneath the lotus trees, a re-thrown yearning for love, longing in aches for the shore and peace. Very nice, Don. Thank you, uh, as always, for uh, for uh, sharing your poetry and your humor and uh, humility as well. You're welcomed. And if uh, anybody any- wants to read anything, some small blurbs, a couple of short stories, and maybe some reviews, I'm on Wix under Don Hagelberg, H-A-G-E-L. B-E-R-G at Wix, W-I-X. Thank you very much, and I hope that everything goes well with you, my friend. Thank you. Me too. Um, and with you as well, likewise. Thanks uh, Thanks for being a, a, a regular here on Poetry Superhighway Live. That was uh, Don calling from Sonoma, California. Um, hard not to get drawn into his voice uh, as well. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, we have about... I don't know, 18 minutes left in the show. Um, got three callers on the line. I'm sure I can get to the three of you. We probably have time for a few more. Uh, if you want to call in, it's 646-716-7362. Uh, returning to Southern California, uh, if I know my area codes, uh, our next caller is from the 818 area code. Hi. Greetings. Hi, who's this? This is John. How are you, Rick? I'm good, John. Where where are you calling from? I am calling from Chatsworth, California. Oh, I know it well. Yes, a very rocky region. It's true, portions of it. uh, And occasionally a tumbleweed will, will, you know, fly right by the Starbucks. That's correct. You gotta Um, love it. It's like like the micro Sedona of California. It really is. I'll never forget, I was driving up, it could have been Chatsworth Avenue, it might have been Devonshire, and, you know, this is a highly populated, um, you know, uh, built-out suburban area, and and sure enough, a tumbleweed just (laughs) crossed, you know, the intersection in front of me, like like it was, you know, like it had a green light. (laughs) It was was amazing. You've got to have a poem about this ready. I might. I don't know. I, you know, it's. I. I don't remember what I did this morning. So we'll. We'll see. All right. Well. Well, maybe Tuesday. We'll see, John. Do you have a poem? 
Yes, I do. Uh, and this is a uh, this is a poem about seizing back the wealth from the giants. Mm. Shall I? Go ahead. Okay. Words like angry riots rush in rampage through aroused lips of mine, a foamy tide of rage. A rising righteous run, I ride, their horses, Mustang, gallop, wide prairie plains, plaintiff of air, hordes, holler, batter, ram, stammer, scimitars of sound, gleam, glamour of whirlwind, gin, tongue storm, of tungsten set on reeds, bewarement of castles, all woes, walls, woed, woe, walls, woed by Indra, I'm dritten, stones of giants. Their pounded ore puddle, ice of skies gleam in chests, returning to the righteous, upturned cups, clink, another hoarded fortress filched, restored to common treasuries, drink, triskelion scramble of gale, men lifted wind to cyclone, shook, unsettled, sent into the field, mobile, ah, Ariovistus, have vanquished once again the gnarled nooks of Grendel's lairs. The loathsome miser monsters hiding all world's riches. Rejoice. Very cool, John. Wow, I, you know, it, it took me a second to like really realize who you were. Of course, I've seen you read at the Cobalt a number of times, and you have a you know you have a, a reading style and a writing style really unlike uh, any any other. The two combined, at any rate. So cool to hear it in, in this format. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. It's great hearing everyone. Yeah. Do you, do you have a website or anything people can check out for more uh, info on you? Well, uh, they can they can Google my novelette Hibiscus, which is a a short little novelette that's written almost entirely in uh, like scaldic, like Icelandic scaldic style poetry. So it's, it's a, sort of a combination of poetry and a novelette all in one. It's called Hibiscus. You can just Search for it online. Cool. Well, uh, John, thanks so much. I hope that uh, uh, I hope that uh, that's going well for you, and I hope you do show up to the Cobalt to uh, check out uh, to, to read again soon. Sounds great. Thank you. Cool. Thank you. All right. That was um, John calling from right here in Southern California, Chatsworth, the wild, rocky uh, region of uh, tumbleweeds and uh, a Menchie's frozen yogurt, which I like to frequent. Um, all right, moving on. Uh, again, the number to call in is 646-716-7362. Our next caller, oh, it's one of these series of ones, which means that you're probably calling from a blocked number or something. So, hello to whoever you are. Hello, Rick. Rick, is yeah. Michael. How are you doing from Birmingham? I should always know it's you, Michael, because you're like the only blocked caller. You're the only mysterious, you know... Uh, uh, a person who calls. Did you uh, happen to see on the internet this week? Uh, I don't have it in front of me, but uh, some there was information discovery to the effect that uh, uh, handwritten, I believe, is a hand, it's, you can people can look on the internet to get the precise exact information. But as I understand, it was a handwritten manuscript of Edgar Allan Poe's *The Conqueror Worm* was. Uh, discovered and uh, was auctioned for a very, very large sum of money, more than they had anticipated. 
But that's a bit of poetry news, and also because I like Edgar Allan Poe. I've got us. I know you're. We're running low on time, and I've got a short poem for today. It's not a rhymed couplet. It rhymes internally. Uh, sun. Sun. Our Father makes no mistakes. My joy rhymes with my boy. That is a very short poem. Michael, you still there? Yeah, a couple of two lines. Right, yeah. Like I said, that, that was indeed a very short poem. Um... Uh, as you tend to do. Are you driving again, Michael? Yeah. I, you're going to kill yourself to be involved with the show one of these days. I'm going to see it on CNN tomorrow. You know, poet in Birmingham, Alabama, drives off bridge. Poetry <laughs> superhighway to blame. Uh, I was just calling into a radio show, and then I drove off a giant bridge. Do you have any giant bridges there? Hey, I was driving on Poetry Superhighway. Driving on Portugal, uh, Jack Kerouac on the road. Well, there you go. Don't Her- don't tell them that. don't tell them that though because they're going to make me repave it and I don't have that kind of money. Her joy, her boy. Rick, have a good week. Talk to you next month. Likewise, uh, likewise, Michael. Thanks for calling in. All right, that was Michael from uh, Birmingham, Alabama giving us that news about the Edgar Allan Poe handwritten manuscript that was sold. That's cool. I don't remember if I mentioned this on last month's show or not, but I was just in uh, – we vacation. We took a vacation on the east coast of the United States of America, and uh, we were in two towns which had a lot to do with Edgar Allan Poe. We stopped in uh, uh, Richmond, Virginia and Baltimore, Maryland, bo- both of which are places that um, – uh, that Poe spent some time in. I think he was born in Richmond, um, spent his childhood there, and we went to the Poe Museum there, which is very cool. Um, and um, and then in Baltimore, um, the the museum. There's also a Poe Museum there. He spent a lot of his adulthood there. Uh, the Poe Museum is currently closed, but you can check out his grave there, which we did. It was kind of awesome, actually. We had great weather on this trip. Um, but the the last day of our trip, which was the day that we went to see Poe's grave, um, it, it was in the morning. Uh, the evening, the morning started. We woke up at eight in the morning with a fire alarm in the hotel going out, and we went outside, and it was pouring rain, and it was raining the entire walk to the to Poe's grave and the walk back. Um, and then the storm just got worse and worse and worse on that day alone. I think I'm pretty sure Poe caused this somehow but he's one of those guys where you know if you haven't looked into poe um you know just a little bit about him from his his more famous stories and things like that he was a really interesting guy and kind of kind of radical for his time um and well worth looking into so uh, michael thanks for bringing up him to us all right we got a couple more callers on the line hopefully we can get to both of you uh, maybe even a third the number to call in if you'd like to try is six four six Seven one six seven three six two. Our next caller is from the six one three area code. Hi. You there, six one three? I can hear you breathing. 
613, talk to me. Oh, they're gone. All right. Well, there you have it. Um, so totally open lines right now. You'll definitely get on the, on the air if you want to read a poem. Uh, the number is 646-716-7362. Um, uh, so if Rasty had gone wild, I wanted to mention also that um, the next Poetry Superhighway Live show is going to be next month, September 15th um, at 2 o'clock p.m. Pacific Time. And it is going to be, um, uh, instead of an open reading, it's going to be a pub- online virtual publication jutinanny, um, nanny, poet nanny. I don't know, something that ends with nanny, you know, um, that's a lot of fun and a hoot. Um, it's going to be an online celebration of the release of poetry of uh, Ekfrastia Gone Wild. Um, a number of the poets who are in the book will either be able to join us live or um, we'll be uh, on the uh, show via pre-recording. This this may come as a surprise to any of you who are actually in Ekfrastia um, Gone Wild because I haven't sent out an email letting you know about this. But in case you're in the anthology Ekfrastia Gone Wild, um, you should know that there will be a publication reading for it on September 15th um, here on Poetry Superhighway Live. I'm not actually sure if it's going to be a live reading where I'm going to have people call in or if I'm going to ask people to send in MP3s of them reading their piece or pieces in the book, uh, but look forward to that. Also, if you happen to be in the book and you haven't received your contributor's copy yet, um, I should mention that, again, well, as I mentioned at the beginning of the show, I haven't received my uh, order of them yet, and which is uh, scheduled to arrive tomorrow. Very excited about actually seeing that uh, in my own hands. And so much love, work, perspiration, uh, and heart went into that. Um, um, I, so I'll be sending out the remainder of the um, contributors' copies uh, towards the end of this week, and more information will be coming about the publication, reading, etc. Again, the number to call in right now if you've uh, got a poem that you would like to share um, is 646-716-7362. I had two callers on the line, but um, right when I ended with Michael with, from Birmingham, they both dropped. So it's convenient, I think. Um, so uh, there you go. Also, um, as mentioned earlier, our uh, poetry contest is happening right now. You can check out all of the information about the contest on our website. Um, over 100 poems have been entered, typically around 500 poems uh, get entered, and I recommend entering earlier because uh, having run this contest now for, you know, well, this is the 16th year of the contest. Um, most of the poems tend to come in during the last couple weeks. So, if you want the judges to read your poems kind of with a little more breathing space, um, if you think that that might have some effect on them, you know, them reading a batch of 10 poems during a day versus reading a batch of 30 to 40 poems that comes in towards the end of the contest. I suggest getting your poems in early. Um, uh, It just seems to me that you you might have some more breathing room uh, in the judges in terms of the volume of poetry that they are reading. Um, Now, also, I want to mention coming up, uh, we we in the past have done, um, during National Poetry Month, the... um, Ebook free for all. This is a uh, project that Poetry Superhighway does, where we ask you to send in a PDF copy of your ebook, um, and we collect them all throughout the month. And then on the uh, first day of the next month, um, they're available for 24 hours for anyone to download freely. 
um, after that 24-hour period, we um, we take them offline and then we put up a tally of how many people have downloaded each book. Now, we used to do that during National Poetry Month, but this past year, uh, instead of doing that, what we did is we did the poetry writing prompt um, a day. So every single day during National Poetry Month, we published a writing prompt, and uh, we also published it to our Facebook page, uh, which you should check out. And um, and people posted the poems that they wrote in response to these prompts as well. It was a cool thing um, that we did during National Poetry Month. But we are bringing back the uh, ebook free for all. Um, we just moved it to later in the year, so that's actually going to be happening in November of this year um, uh, with the actual free for all, the 24-hour period happening on December 1st. So just something to look forward to. You'll get some more. Um, mail about it. Um, you don't have to have an ebook already, or um, you could put one together. It doesn't have to be something officially published. Guidelines will all be online. It's just a cheat. You could put something special together just for this uh, short s- selection of poems that that, um, that you want to put out in ebook form. It's a great promotional tool for you. Um, you know, a lot of people go through and actually download all of the ebooks. So it's kind of like a guaranteed way that um, a ton of people will um, actually read your work. You know, um, that's a cool thing, right? So um, that is uh, that. Um, also, um, uh, some of you are probably aware of this, but every single week we publish a um, we publish two poets online chosen from email submissions. So if you would like to uh, participate in that in our Poet of the Week uh, um, project, all you need to do is um, go to uh, our website and click under Poetry. There is a link to Submission Guidelines, and right there um, you will be able to um, see everything that you need to do. And um, the way that that works, of course, is um, you send your work in, um, we read it. We keep it on file for six months. Um, so what does that mean? Uh, that means that um, uh, uh, that uh, we don't just read your work the week that it comes in. Um, if we don't select it that week, we read it ongoing for um, for a period of six months. At the end of the six months, if you don't hear from us, that means that we um, uh, were not able to use your work. And you're more than welcome to submit new work for Poet of the Week consideration um, ongoing, um, unless you've already been published. And any individual poet is eligible to be a featured poet of the week um, uh, uh, once during the calendar year, which means that um, if you have not yet been published in 2013, you are still eligible to um, to uh, to be uh, a uh, a featured poet of the week. So that's some of the things that we have going on on Poetry Superhighway. Um, also, um, you may notice, you know, one of the things you might notice in our uh, newsletter that goes out every single uh, week. Um, but we um, we have a kind of an extensive directory of poetry and writing links which um, we invite you to uh, participate in. Specifically, they are poetry and writing-related website links. So what does that mean? Um, that means that if you have a website, um, whether it's your personal website or whether it is a website um, uh, that you run that is um, 
I don't know, you know, uh, an online publication like Poetry Superhighway or it's a resource for poets, etc., you can click submit your link and we will uh, publish it online in our directory and include it in our next newsletter as well. Well, ladies and gentlemen, thanks to everyone for calling in. Again, our next show is going to be on September 15th at 2 p.m. Pacific. It's a publication reading for Frastia Gone Wild. Check it out at poetrysuperhighway.com slash EGW. Have a great rest of your day, everyone. Thanks so much for calling in. Have a good one.